ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू फ्रेंड्स In this version of the Gita, which I edited, and therefore the fault is entirely mine, I have verses thirty-one and thirty-two put together, and I've done this on the next three verses, and it's a mistake, because they are actually intended as separate thoughts. So let me read verse thirty-one, and not the one that follows it, which in the book is written as if it were all one teaching. Even when viewed personally, from a standpoint of one's own dharma. or duty there is no occasion for either grief or hesitation when you understand that you have a job to do then don't stand on the be- on the on the bank waiting to dive in if it's to be done go ahead and do it little images come to mind of a personal sort whenever we think about these things i think of myself on a diving board when i was a child and <clears throat> the whole they were taking a movie of my first dive and i got out on the end of it and jumped i didn't have the courage to dive well this is just what i'm talking about have the courage to dive don't be a coward don't be a don't be a weakling and i'm afraid i was that in that moment so um don't also be afraid of seeing things in yourself you may say to yourself well i'm not a coward i'm not a weakling but sometimes everybody makes mistakes sometimes everybody fails be truthful with yourself and the part of that truth is that do i do this or do i not do this if it is to be done then go ahead and do it my uh my brother on board ship when we would cross the atlantic coming from europe to america we did it nine times but sometimes when he was a little child he would close his eyes and just rush didn't mind who he bumped into well i don't mean that you must have your eyes open you must know where you're going but don't hesitate this is the point i'm trying to get across that once you've put your hand to the plow don't turn back that's the story of a lot's wife isn't it that she turned back and became a pillar of salt well however literally we take that is not terribly important the point is that when you turn back you are actually dividing your energy some of it's going forward some of it's going backward and you can never achieve success that way once you make up your mind to seek god once you make up your mind to overcome uh let's say drinking the the habit of drinking then make it up absolutely and immediately don't waffle because you can drag on and on and on that way if you do drag on then the next thing that i've pointed out is then say i haven't yet succeeded don't admit to yourself you've failed because you are ever perfect you can't get away from that fact the soul cannot be uh, enmeshed in delusion the ego gets enmeshed in it but the soul is always there a child a reflection of god and your destiny and it's a part of your reality even now it's just that you've got too much mud over that gold 
to find the gold. But you are one with God. You are ever perfect. As Jesus said, be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. We must achieve that perfection. If we can, then potentially it is ours right now. And potential energy is just as real as kinetic energy. It just has to be released. So what you must do is be absolutely calm in yourself and let the let the ups and downs of this world and uh, um, what is it saying? Even with when you have your duty, your duty is to seek bliss, for example. Don't turn back. Don't say, oh, but just another drink or just one more time. That one more time can add up to many more times and it may take you a lot longer. If you die with this, you will be reborn with this. This is one reason why Yogananda said people should not drink ever. Because if they were drunkards in their last life, if they had that habit, then if even one drink has been known to uh, make people a drunkard again, just one drink, it wakened all those scars, and they fell back into the same old habit pattern. And doctors have said, that uh, this is just in your DNA. No, it's not in your DNA. It's in your own subconscious. It's in your consciousness. But you had that habit and a little bit triggered it. So when you've decided to stay away, don't... You know, this is what happened in the Mahabharata, the story from which the Bhagavad Gita is taken. Yudhisthira, the leader of the Pandu clan, he gambled with Shakuni. And Shakuni was a uh, dishonest gambler, and he weighed the dice, weighted them, and uh, Yudhisthira lost and lost and lost. Well, this is a symbol. You cannot play with delusion. You may think, oh, I'm strong. Don't play that game. You've lost it before, and you may lose it again. Once you know what direction you should go, once you know what is the right path to take, then don't play around any longer. Don't say, well, now I feel strong enough and therefore I can do anything. That is the path, the downward path, that many souls have taken. Always be afraid of, of maya, of delusion. Always be afraid of the power of Satan. You may not feel it, but it is there. And don't trust it. My guru said to me, don't think yourself safe until you have reached nirvikalpa samadhi. That is to say, until you have completely killed all sense that I am doing anything. I would say, have this philosophy. It's better to be safe than sorry. Even if you seem a little bit exaggerated, I remember some woman saying to me, well, I think it's ridiculous to think that every time you look at a woman or every time I look at a man, I'm going to be tempted. Of course not. But there will come some one person who attracts you. And once you've overcome that attraction completely, which I feel I have, I still have a lot of respect for the possibility of that temptation. Because all temptation is lurking in the subconscious, and you don't know where it is. You don't know how close it is to the surface. I feel completely free, but I'm not going to presume on it, because I know that until I have attained that absolute knowledge that I am not this Swami Kriyananda, I am the infinite. And that comes only with nirvikalpa samadhi. Until you reach that state, don't think that you are free. 
And so Jesus, I mean, Jesus is Krishna. It's the same one God in both those great masters. And so he's saying, even when viewed personally from the point of dharmic duty, there is no occasion for grief or hesitation. Don't tell yourself, oh, but I'm losing poor old Johnny. I'm losing this relative. I'm losing my, my love for this and for that. Let it be. Just cut the whole thing off. Don't, if you've got to shorten the tail of the dog, cut the whole tail off. Don't do it bit by bit. If you've got to do something, then do the whole thing. Don't just do bit by bit. Like this woman who said that her brother was giving up the world and her husband said, well, how is he doing, preparing for it? Oh, he's giving up bit by bit this thing and that thing. Her husband said that he'll never find it that way. And then she said, how can you find it then? How will you become a renunciate? He said like this, and he took off everything except his loincloth, said from now on I view you and all women as my mother and walked out the door. You've got to have that kind of determination if you want really to know God. You've got to be, you've got to be able to say, this I've decided, and then do it. Don't grieve, don't hesitate, just do. Joy to you.